have such sights to show you. Do you love horror? Do you love sci-fi? If so, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll dissect, discuss, and or shit all over the movies we love and also love to hate. I'm Ken and I'm with Chris, Doug, Josh, and together we are the Horrified Podcast. And one more thing, we are not safe for work or for the faint of heart. Hi and welcome to another edition of the Horrify Podcast. Today we're talking about Mars Attacks, which is from 1996. Yep. <laughs> Let's get those out of the way now. <laughs> this is how the, the Martians in this movie talk. It's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. This was directed by uh, Tim Burton. Now, Tim Burton, who's known for his uh, gothic suburbia style, has done a, a bunch of movies. My favorite uh, Tim Burton movie is obviously Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Chris, do you have a favorite Tim Burton movie? Um, yeah, Edward Scissor, Edward Scissorhands. Nice, that's a good one. Yeah. Josh, uh, I'd probably go to with Beetlejuice. The you know, oh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Doug. Also, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Thank I you. love it. It's a good one. That's why Doug's on the podcast yeah, is to it. agree yeah. with me with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I also love Beetlejuice, of course. Yeah. yeah, I love. Yeah, I like everything up to. His recent stuff. I think the tipping point was his Planet of the Apes. Oh my God! Don't <laughs> even Ooh, talk that about shit that. Is that shit. was when I started terrible. to doubt. Terrible. That was terrible. when I started to doubt Tim Burton. I, no, I started. Oh I always doubted him because I'm like, how many movies can you make with this aesthetic, right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you can't keep making this shit. And then he did. Uh, what's it called that I fucking hate? He did Charlie the, and the Charlie and the Chocolate yeah, Factory, which is the awful. worst. Wow. And then he did Alice in Wonderland, also which is the worst. I never saw that. I didn't bother. And then like Dumbo. I never saw. I Dumbo. never saw Dumbo, in but fact, I'm sure it's terrible. I don't know anyone who saw Dumbo. I saw Dumbo because oh. my kid loves the cartoon. And how's oh. the movie? It's awful. Yeah, I of figured. course, it's Tim Burton. That cartoon can make me cry every fucking time I watch it, and <laughs> Tim Burton just would you guys turd. Would you guys think about Batman? Oh, I like Batman. What I, uh, I don't mind his, like his uh, version of Bat- the yeah. Batman. Returns, I like, I like, I like both Returns of them. better. Yeah. It, yeah. It's weird that he could incorporate his that gothic suburbia into Batman, that silly, playful weirdness, and yeah. still make it work. Yeah, Although yeah. the soundtrack might be the best part of oh, his Batman Prince oh, yes. did it. Prince, yep. Electric yeah. chair. Danny Elfman. <laughs> yeah, well. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. They're so like PB and J. I didn't realize <laughs> that Danny Elfman and actually and Tim Burton had like a feud, and this is the movie where they got over it. Yeah. It so is. what the hell were they feuding about? Uh, Wait, which oh, Mars Attacks is when Mars they got Attacks over it. Movie? Yeah. Because oh. Danny Elfman did the music for. Yeah, Mars yeah. yeah. Which he, he does for every one of his damn movies. I like Danny Elfman. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Oingo Boingo is badass. Which do you have a favorite Oingo Boingo song? Yes, nobody lives forever. Awesome. I thought you were gonna say Dead Man's Party. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I okay. thought you were gonna say Little Girls. <laughs> that is, I do like that song. I do too. Shamefully. <laughs> so, and just for our viewers or our listeners, not viewers, our listeners out there, we're not gonna go through this movie the way we would normally go through a movie, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> this <laughs> movie is. This is the movie. Shit. Martians invade. They kill everyone in the movie, and then they're killed by country western music. <laughs> end of movie. Yeah. There's too much nonsense to go through scene by scene, so we're just going to talk about just some of the themes 
why this movie was made, what we think about it, and then just go through the the crazy cast, which has Such everyone in the cast. world in it. Yeah. There is a lot, except of for great Kevin Bacon things. somehow. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of great <laughs> things to talk about in this movie, and it will be it will be a good time. Yes. But before we get into the movie, I want to ask you why you are not. Wearing a graphic tee. What the hell is wrong it. with you, For Ken? So You're wearing this super communist-looking yes. button-up uh, shirt. Chris has inspired me. <laughs> no. Ken, I didn't, I didn't know you liked dog. gray, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this I, is great. Believe it or not, guys, I do work for a living, and this is a work shirt, and apparently I work for a, a communist regime because we wear gray shirts. <laughs> but no, I wanted Chris to feel comfortable tonight. Um, I'm tired of us you know, being heavy-handed with his clothing yeah. choices. So I said, you know what, I'm going to pick out my most communist shirt to support Chris. <laughs> and Chris Thank is you. wearing a plain gray V-neck, per yes. usual, yeah. with a plain blue zip-up hoodie. Mm-hmm. Hand-knitted in Slovenia. <laughs> yes. Doug and I have both chosen to attack Christianity <laughs> with our right. shirts, with our Bad Religion Crossbuster and our Papa shirt yeah, from so Ghost. Josh is wearing a Bad Religion Crossbuster tee. Let's see it. I can't see it. Oh, nice. the classic <laughs> logo with an against me zip up hoodie and i am wearing a i bought them both at the same show i was with you at <laughs> yeah. that show and you oh bought both God. of those because i knew i had to go like <laughs> yeah get, take you tracks to home. catch the train it was cold outside so i bought a hoodie and a t-shirt <laughs> to stay warm <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember that night very well we met uh jay from Bad yeah. religion that night. And Greg pointed at me. So, Greg, I know you listen to this podcast. Thanks for pointing straight to me. Right That's to right. you. Yeah. Right, in, right into your soul. Because anyone that knows, Greg Graffin likes to point at things. That's right. And I'm glad I got to be one of those you got, things. You got the point. <laughs> and I'm wearing a t-shirt of the band Ghost. It's actually a t-shirt where Papa Emeritus is Jaws, essentially. Yeah, and attacking the, the logo of Jaws, and he's the shark and there's a woman swimming above him and it says Papa instead of Jaws. So where can people buy the ghost? Where can people buy this t-shirt, Doug? Uh, Cammy got this for me several years ago as a present, but I think she got it off their website. There you go. So Sweet. Mars attacks. Where to begin? <laughs> well, let's At the be- beginning. With the cows. Let's, let's begin, begin with cows that are on fire and a farmer making fun of his neighbor who is from the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. No, Lee, having a cookout. Mr. Lee, are you having some type of Filipino barbecue? <laughs> you can smell it all the way down from the highway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God, I wanted to smack. I was watching this on my phone. Oh, while, you, you while were doing, a savage while doing dishes because <laughs> oh I was God. not going to pay this film any respect whatsoever, <laughs> and I wanted to smash my fucking phone. So you like, hated this, this movie. movie. Moment. Th- this movie has high hate appeal. Yeah, and yeah, it's I, a divided movie. I I've discovered. I hated it when I was younger, huh? Because I didn't understand it, which I think is was the problem with it. I don't think a lot of people understood this movie when it first came out, mm-hmm. and it was also competing with that Turd Independence yeah. Day that which for is, some reason everyone loved. By the way, it's they're the same movie. Yeah, that's yeah. what's so great about it. They're literally the same fucking movie, just two completely different takes on it. Yeah. Right. And the fact that they came out within months of each other still just blows my mind that that would happen. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. I, yep. lo- I love Independence Day, by the way. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. What? I love that movie. I did well, when I was like 12. So <laughs> is your favorite part that Harry Connick Jr. is the Will Smith's wingman? <laughs> yeah. Do you okay. love that Will Smith punches a damn alien in the face yeah. and says, ah, damn, like 10 times <laughs> in that movie? I got to admit, though, I do like Will Smith on screen. I, I just, do, too. There's something about him. He's very likable. I'm like, 
I like this guy. I do too. I want him to fucking kill the aliens. <laughs> well, he does punch one in the face. He but, does. but I digress. That's not the movie we're talking no, about. No, and we, we probably won't be talking about that movie because I don't like that movie. I, don't I really don't like this movie either, but I do appreciate aspects of this movie. So Mars Attacks essentially is based off of trading cards mm-hmm. that came out in the 60s. 1962. That, yeah, 62 they're very cards. Were they tops? Yeah, yeah tops, tops released them. Um, um, very pulpy, very... Mm-hmm. Not 60s style. Like, I think it's so cool that kids could have bought yeah. these. Well, I don't think they were intended for kids, though. No. Well, well, they're awesome. Because, like, Cause... comics and stuff back then and trading cards and things like that, there was a lot of gore and horror comics were all the rage. And then the Comics Code Authority got a hold of things and that shit kind of died. And then Spider-Man took over. Oh, which... so they, they, like, made it so they... Kids couldn't get a hold of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because kids were loving watching people get ripped apart, like in each panel of all the comic books. It was rad. And anyone that follows our Instagram knows how much I love old horror comics. Um, right. Or, but, yeah, sees any of our art promoting. <laughs> yeah, our I've, ri- I've ripped it off several times. <laughs> it's um, great. But yeah, these tops cards featured the uh, science fiction art artwork by Wally Wood and Norman Saunders. Sorry, I'm reading off Wikipedia right now. but uh, <laughs> And I love that they tell a story. It's a chronological card collection. It's not an isolated... I mean, it's an isolated incident that tells a bigger story. And, like, I just how cool is that? Right. Like, because I, I collected cards as a kid, like Spider-Man cards and, you know, right. all those Marvel masterpieces, things it, like that. These cards were only in production for a year because parents got outraged of the violence and the, scantily the clad implied women. sex yeah. Yeah. there's like and a woman in the shower getting tops killed by an ant, a they, giant ant yeah and because of <laughs> the nanny yeah. state that was going on in the 1960s i guess tops decided to stop production of mm-hmm. the cards unfortunately but they are very cool yeah the They're uh, fucked up the aliens in this movie look Agreed. just like uh-huh. exactly the ones like, from the cards yeah. yeah they don't look just like the little gray alien men they've got the cool brain and skeleton faces Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. they're way cool and i wish i could get my hands on some of these cards there's a card in particular where these aliens are zapping a dog right in front of this little boy just (laughs) which they incorporate in this movie yeah Yeah, they they do kill the dog the presidential dog i think i i I, so i didn't know about the the trading cards until literally i started researching watching this movie again Mm -hmm. and i've seen this movie in bits and pieces for a long time and always was just like this shit is whack yeah but when I saw the trading cards, I They're the trading cards rad. are cool. Like that's the movie I want. Yes. And they and I th- and I think that's where this movie fails is I want it to be more like that pulpy feel like dark more, more violent. Yeah. A dark kind of like yeah. um and I know they were paying homage to like the old Harry Housen stop motion right. monster, you know, flicks from, from back in the day. And this movie would have benefited greatly from more stop motion, more violence, and less video game CGI. Right. You know, one thing I do think is cool. I mean, it's not violent. It's not gory. When the when the aliens shoot their rays at people, that they just kind of disintegrate, <laughs> like and then it green. shows. Yeah, it shows the bones, and Either then the bones are like green. red or green, yep. which Depending which I think is a really laser. cool effect. Yep. If they're not going to go gory, at least make it look cool, mm-hmm. and it looks cool. Yeah. I think a lot of the effects in this movie hold up when the flying saucer's coming down and it's rotating. I, yeah, it looks I love cool. the look of just that solid, you know, chrome I, flying saucer. Right. I don't. 
I hate oh. everything. <laughs> the era that they're trying to recapture to me is a ridiculous novelty. Mm-hmm. I find it cool in no ways. Really? So I think I, it's cool. the flying saucer it. shit to me. I'm like, this is it's funny to me, mm-hmm. but yeah. it, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't. I never thought it was interesting. I still don't think it's interesting. See, I like that. It's I hokey. Like, I like when people die and disintegrate. I, no, I like the skeleton cool. thing yeah. and the, I the like, aliens are funny. I love how the Martians look. They're cool yeah. as shit. There's a trading card actually that shows the Martians on their ship or home planet. I can't remember. But it um it shows them like drinking wine and watching the destruction of Earth. <laughs> and they do that in the movie. And I love that. Right. Yeah. Mm. The the movie has a lot of humor that when I first would try to watch this was totally lost on me. Because oh, yeah. I didn't understand what they were making how, fun how of. How old were you when you first saw it? Probably in ninety eight ish. I was seventeen or eighteen. Right. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in the theater. I don't. I think I did too in '96. I didn't. It came out. Yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. I, I saw the previews and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, and I didn't like it. But now, <laughs> now I I appreciate it much more. You know, I find some of it stupid, of course, and mm-hmm. you know, some of it doesn't hold up. But I think it's a fun movie, and it's got it, good humor in it, and that the performances are awesome. Obviously, because they got tons of really great the, the actors. Perf- yeah, the performances are purposely cheesy and over the top yeah. yeah now if like if this movie was much darker in tone i would have probably really liked it if mm. they made it like it's such a bright during the day it's silly ridiculous <laughs> silly movie right and I, I i understand that you know obviously tim burton in, intended that but i wish he went a lot darker with it and i think he would have captured a wider audience you can still keep that humor mm-hmm. but just make it more scary and creepy, not so just so ridiculous. So he would have made this movie more like his Batman movies. Yes. Yeah. I think it would have been much cooler. Hmm. And I would have caught, captured my attention. Yeah. See, I like this movie, and I I don't want this movie not to be a thing, but I would also like to see that movie that you're describing. Yeah, right. I, I want both of these movies to exist. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, when I first started watching it, my, my initial reaction was, um, well, this movie's total shit. No. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I was thinking, how dare you? It, it it dawned on me, I was like, you know, this film's actually just really ahead of its time because uh, I just don't think audiences back then could appreciate, you know, the, this uh, kind of this look at, like, they were, we weren't nostalgic yet, I don't think, mm. you know, whereas I think if it came out now, it would it would reach, you know, those niche audiences who are like, yeah, really, really, really right. looking for that. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it just didn't exist then, you know. We, I mean, we're talking about... Uh, Independence Day, people wanted big action. They yeah. wanted to be. They serious. wanted Michael Bay shitting yeah. fireballs yeah, on their chest. Sucked in, you know, and yeah. like yeah, to to be to have kind of a commentary on on film itself. We we weren't ready for that then. And was this movie kind of like considered a spoof of Independence Day? Because that wasn't it. It was no. It was totally from what I've read. It's a, it was a total coincidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. the studios yeah. were like, oh shit, we both got these alien. <laughs> you know martian attack movies coming out at the same time Mm -hmm. and they scrambled to get you know they changed their release dates well independence day scrambled to get theirs released first right they did and they and they did get theirs released first which ultimately hurt this film yeah Yeah, because everyone took this as a spoof of that which yeah it wasn't supposed to be and this it was a pure homage movie this movie had a budget of 70 million oh my god jesus and it (laughs) bombed in the theater Mm -hmm. it only made 30 barely over 30 million in the states and barely made its money back worldwide Yikes. but it's since become a pretty big cult 
classic and mm-hmm. I'm sure it made its money back in grundles and right sales and stuff and you know this movie I so I watched it two nights ago in its entirety and I wasn't too pleased with it and I wanted to get some some better notes on some things so I rewatched aspects of it today and I found a, a YouTube video of it where this guy does essentially body counts in films <laughs> nice. and so this movie is played at like three times speed and it counts every single alien and person that's killed in the movie and I thought the movie was amazing watching it in <laughs> yeah. six minutes yeah. yeah so if you can watch this movie at like three to four or five times speed I think it's fucking way awesome but just watching it regular just it, it doesn't it still doesn't appeal to me yeah so it's Mars attacks carnage count there's 282 total kills, right. and that is a kill per minute total of 2.68 kills per minute. So, wow. so check <laughs> that out on, on on YouTube, and that's and that's not my stats; it's this YouTube channel. But just look up Mars attacks carnage count. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about the ways people die in this? I do. Yes, let's go. Please. <laughs> so, first of all, this movie stars every single A-lister in Hollywood. It's crazy, the cast. Yeah, well, and some of these people cast. were not A-listers at the time, but have since become A-listers. That's true. Jack Black is, is one of and, them. Uh, Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Oh, Natalie Port- a young Natalie Portman's in yeah. it. That's Jack true. Jack Nicholson's in it twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Annette Benning, Glenn Close. Yep. The list goes on. Oh, uh, Jim Pier- Brown. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, Jim Brown's Brosnan. Awesome. Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Jessica name? Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Tom yeah. Jones, Danny yes. DeVito, <laughs> Pam Greer, Martin Pam Short. Greer, yeah, yeah, Pam, Pam Greer. Greer's awesome. Martin Short. <laughs> Martin Short. So, yeah, th- this movie kind of, w- all these A-listers, a lot of them, they get killed. And again, that goes back directly to those cards yep. because they die in exceptionally weird ways. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll start with talking about President James Dale, <laughs> who's the first character played by Jack Nicholson. Yes. And he, this is my one of my favorite deaths in the whole movie, but he dies when one of the Martians... This is the best. He goes to shake his hand, <laughs> yeah. and he like shakes its hand, but the hand comes off and is like tickling him and like running around <laughs> him, and it's got like, like this spider. little arm tail, and then the arm tail thing has a spike at the end. Mm-hmm. It goes through his back... So dropping him down on the ground, killing him, and then a little flag comes out of his chest. <laughs> yeah, which the is Martian, awesome. The Martian flag. The Martian, yeah, the Martian flag. flag comes out like they've like conquered the president. Yeah, so it's, now they've killed the U.S. president. Yes. Yeah, it's super weird. <laughs> it's super it. cool. That, so that death is really cool. And when, and when the alien kills Congress... Do you notice the like the delightful thing. noises as he's killing them? It's like, yeah. Dee, dee, dee. Yeah. yeah. And the old lady goes, they blew up Congress. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's, she's laughing so about, about it. it. Yeah. So they, they kill pretty much everyone in that room. Yeah. yeah. So then we have um, Art Land, who is Jack Nicholson's other character. And he's a sleazy casino owner uh, who is, by coincidence, opening a alien space-themed casino in Vegas. Yeah. Right. And so, like, he's happy about the invasion because he's now he's attracting investors, and he's just a, a sleazy ass dude. And he dies when his hotel is attacked, and this giant globe he has breaks off the wall and fucking rolls over <laughs> and crashes. Him. And his hotel, they show it crumbling down. You and see it, the ball come out of the window. Yeah, the it's, globe. It's amazing because mm-hmm. that hotel really was demolished, right. and they just filmed it. They filmed it oh, for cool. this movie. Yeah, so they were already gonna tear it down, and somehow the movie people are like hey can we can we get this and if you watch that shot it's a real building coming yeah. out. so fucking nice. rad yeah. super cool shot it's it's cool to watch this movie and because i i went to vegas right around this time like i remember i was in vegas either right 
before or right after they blew up that hotel because I was talking to some family friends of ours and I can't remember if they're saying, oh, they're doing this for a movie or they just did it. But anyway, it's cool to watch this and see the old, old Vegas, Vegas strip. Right. Yeah. And none of that exists anymore. Not one of those hotels except the Luxor, which was brand new at the time. Oh, shit. Yeah, now Nothing it's totally else. different now. Yeah, totally. yeah, it shows like the Stardust, the Frontier, and all these hotels that do not exist anymore. I think anymore. Uh, Circus Circus is still there. Oh, Circus yeah. Circus, oh but God. it doesn't show it, it, doesn't show it in the movie. <laughs> so Chris loves to stay at the uh, deluxe room at Circus Circus. <laughs> yeah. Is the deluxe he, room just slightly less <laughs> shitty than the regular yeah, room? It comes with a clown statue. and <laughs> So I, my, my family, that's where we always stay. We'd, we'd go to Vegas pretty often. And we that always stay so at Circus awesome. Circus. That is amazing. Do they, always. do they advertise the deluxe room mattresses with 30% less cum stains? <laughs> yeah, they oh, do. God. It's a family, it's a family <laughs> operation. Yeah, that is where you take the kids. And, um, you know, and it's funny because I hadn't been in a while and I grew up and I, um, I, a film I worked on made it into a film festival at Cine Vegas, so I was going to go. And, of course... Me being the the dumbass that I am, you I'm stayed like, at well, Circus Circus. The only hotel I know <laughs> is Circus Circus. Were you the only guy there without cut off sleeves? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! So me and I my call friend that a tough guy shirt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hauled up at Circus Circus, completely opposite of where the film festival yeah. oh was. Oh my god! Uh, but other other side note, uh, when I watched Mars Attack as a kid, it was at Circus Circus. Uh, we we paid for it like on demand oh yeah and watched it there so nice. lots of connections here. Hey, so <laughs> i remember going to vegas with a buddy of mine i was 21 we were on our way to vegas for a concert or we were on our way to phoenix for a concert and we stopped over in vegas for the night and my friend he's like oh we got to go to a buffet in vegas oh no <laughs> but i was 21 and cheap as shit so we went to the fucking Circus Circus Buffet, and I kid you not. Best meal you've ever had. Yeah. No, I kid you not. It was like the buffet from Vegas Vacation. Oh, <laughs> fucking chicken feed. Like the bright green <laughs> yeah. chicken feed. Oh. But we powered through, and we ate a Circus Circus Buffet. It's amazing. He didn't yeah. get sick. And I'm still here to, still here. to tell the story. <laughs> so then we have, uh, so First Lady uh, Marsha Dale is played by Glenn Close, and she's got that Corella Deville vibe, who yeah. she oh, actually absolutely. played before. And I love that oh, she like, right. yeah. comments on like the past first ladies, like the Nancy Reagan chandelier, which is what kills her. <laughs> yeah, she looks cool. up at the ceiling. She goes, "The Nancy Reagan chandelier," and it breaks off the ceiling and yeah. crushes, like, crushes her backwards. In does half. an alien shoot it and it falls on? Yeah, it? he yeah. shoots it on accident and it crushes her. So that's kind of a memorable death scene. Uh, then we have uh, Billy Glenn Morris, and now this is. Characters played by Jack Black, a young Jack Black. Yeah, very young. And he plays this kind of dopey, like, wannabe military guy. And he actually, you know, so he's with his dad in this trailer and he's assembling his M14 rifle with a blindfold yeah, on. And that's right. the family loves him. He's the pride of the family. And he joins the military. Then the Martians attack and they're out in the desert, you know, on their welcoming committee and they start shooting everyone. And so he runs to save the day and he grabs his. Die, you alien shithead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I wrote that. Die, you alien shithead. And he grabs his M14 and he didn't. Something happens. The magazine falls, falls out. out. So then he grabs the fucking American flag to surrender. And then as they shoot him with like the. the the disintegration ray. Yeah, it goes you notice slow. he looks like he's like in ecstasy. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what is that? Yeah. It's super funny. Yeah, do you say? Super great. 
a young and thin Jack Black. Yeah, he's a little thinner in this. And his sister's played by Christina Applegate. No, it's his girlfriend. It's his girlfriend. Oh, his girlfriend. I hope yeah. it's not his sister. Well, later in the movie, be. she's in the back having sex with someone. Yeah, with the with that, and then she's yeah. killed yeah. by the giant robot. Right there, you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's crushed by the giant robot. Yeah. yeah. So his girlfriend's name is Sharona. And it's right. played by Christina Applegate. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sharona. it is his Sharona. girlfriend because she's kissing him when he leaves mm-hmm. for yeah. duty. Yep. So yeah, and and his death scene is is pretty funny because yeah. again he does this weird face, and I'm just <laughs> like, does. you know I that Jack Black did that all on his own, <laughs> uh-huh. right? And then what's his name is like ah. Burton's like, we'll leave it in. Fuck it. <laughs> He's in it a total of like three minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. pretty funny, memorable character though. Mm-hmm. He plays yeah, such a sure. such a doofus. So then we have uh, Jason Stone, who's this reporter played by Michael J. Fox. <laughs> who's yeah. also in the movie for a total of he's about in the, five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. I love minutes. his character, how he's competing with his girlfriend because they're on competing His, his girlfriend's shows. like an MTV VJ. Yeah. And like he's a, like a like established a like yeah journalist. And she gets all the views and he's pissed <laughs> yeah. and he's competing with her. Yeah. But about yeah. Michael J. Fox's performance, it was almost like he was doing Marty McFly on purpose. He is. Mar- he was Marty McFly. Yeah, but a grown up in Marty this McFly. movie, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, and he hasn't aged at all between 1985 yeah. and 1996. He has no, that Paul exactly Rudd disease where he just yeah. doesn't age. He looks exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. And then, so he's dating uh, the Natalie Lake girl or whatever her name is, played by Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. And he's also in that desert scene, and he's running to like rescue her, and he grabs onto her hand, and then he's disintegrated, and only his hand is left in her hand. <laughs> her and chihuahua t- runs it, off with the yeah, hand. and that's like it. Like it's, it's a funny death scene, yeah. and it, that's like the first major character death where you're like, oh shit, yeah. everyone's gonna die in this movie because yeah. they kill Michael J. Fox off immediately. Yeah, yep. which is hilarious. So then, yeah, we got the Natalie Lake played by Sarah Jessica Parker. She gets abducted. She does. So she starts to fall for like the Professor uh, Donald Kessler character played by Pierce Brosnan who mm-hmm. comes on her show. And he's the classic. Maybe they come in peace because they're sophisticated and advanced. They're highly yeah. advanced. <laughs> highly advanced. And he knows everything. But and he smokes a pipe. He's, yeah. It's just the <laughs> but, classic. But you could tell he doesn't know anything. Uh-huh. Like, and Pierce Brosnan nails this. He's really funny. He's I, I enjoyed watching him in this movie. I want to pretend that he's just playing himself. I hope so. I think <laughs> I in, in real so. life, I don't know that he's that pleasant. <laughs> yeah. So she starts to like she starts flirting with him on her sh- on her show, and eventually, how she dies and how he dies is her head gets grafted on her chihuahua, mm-hmm. and the chihuahua's head gets grafted on her body. <laughs> yeah. Then Pierce Brosnan, or the professor's head, is removed, but kept alive. Kept alive, and they're in a spaceship that's crashing. And as it's crashing, her head breaks off the Chihuahua's yeah. body and rolls on the floor next to the professors, and they kiss right as a UFO <laughs> crashes into the ocean. Yep. Oh God! Just think about that. Here's just think about what the fuck I just I like. said. <laughs> yeah. This movie's insane. It's so yeah. good. It's so funny. Like toward the toward the start no, it's of the not movie. good. <laughs> the the <laughs> CGI is bad. No, they, well, yeah. it's yeah. funny, but it's not good. <laughs> the, toward the start of the movie, when you first see that they've grafted the heads, you just see Sarah Jessica Parker's body with the dog head on it. It's so funny. It's so funny. And the dog's just barking. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little chihuahua head. And it's poorly edited. Yeah, Yeah. it's so great. But that part you're talking about where their heads are rolling around. They're trying to kiss and their heads are like rolling away. But you can totally tell there's weight behind it because clearly their heads aren't removed in real life. (laughs) And they're trying to make that effect look real. But they just look like they're flailing about on the floor. I find it really stupid but 
also funny. Yeah, at it's the same charming. Time. <laughs> it's 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 kind of funny in a in a a Pee Wee's Playhouse kind of way. Like yeah. it's funny, but it's not funny. It's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be yeah. cheesy. I, that's what I mean. And I, I, that doesn't amuse me. I'm just like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I think uh, this definitely is a you know you have to be in the mood for this kind of film. Mm-hmm. Probably watch it with a large group because. Yeah, like if you, I don't know. I definitely I hope I'm not insulting anyone in no, this no, no, room. No. But if you're just laughing your ass off by yourself watching this fucking movie, I did. <laughs> Josh is like, I did. I did. To your That's point, I, I think this movie would be really fun to watch with a group of your friends while you were having some drinks. It would probably be more enjo- enjoyable mm-hmm. that way. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Maybe every I'm, time I'm, someone I'm, dies, take a shot. Yeah. On that, Josh's projector that in his backyard. <laughs> yeah. It's a good so, drive-in movie. So we have press secretary Jerry Ross, who's played by a very young-looking Martin Short. Mm-hmm. And I love Martin Short. He's it is too. Hysterical. ball, always picking up Picking up whores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A date. And that's how he Sounds ultimately good. gets killed by this Martian girl who's this, you know. Who he thinks is a prostitute. Yeah, it's played by uh, Tim Burton's girlfriend. Oh, really? At the time. Mm. And she was also Jack Nicholson's girlfriend. Oh, geez. So that's awkward on set. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's calling her honey. And she's like, what? Who? And Uh, Jack Nicholson's calling her sugar. Yeah, sugar. (laughs) So she, uh, yeah, he thinks she's a prostitute and she actually kills him by knocking him over the head with, I don't know what it was, something heavy. Like a vase or yeah. something. Yeah. And, and that's how he gets killed. In the Kennedy room, which I think yeah. is yeah. Oh, that's it's right. Like, it was it's in like, the It's like a room. secret room to go hump. Yeah, it's just <laughs> they call it the Kennedy room. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know Kennedy was sleazy He was fuck. doing some stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, that was funny. There's some Maryland juices in there. <laughs> I love when the uh, UFO wow. playfully is pushing over the DC monument because yeah. there's, there's Cub Scouts trying to run away from getting crushed. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and the UFO is like fiddling around trying to figure out how to get the, the monument to fall directly on him. And, yeah. it, and ultimately, it, it succeeds and crushes like 60 <laughs> Boy Cub Scouts. Scouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got out of that that they were teasing the kids. Like tipping it back and forth and making them run and scare them, and then finally just toppled it over on yeah. top of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high high death count for children. In this yeah, movie. <laughs> oh for sure. So then we have a uh, Byron Williams, who's played by uh, Jim Brown. Yeah, famous, Jim Brown is famous running back, one of the best running backs ever to play in the NFL. And he's badass in this movie. I yeah, he's got he's got the physique. So Byron Williams is an ex boxer in this movie. World champ. Yeah, world champ. And he's he's hired as like he's dressed up as an Egyptian like pharaoh at this <laughs> <Yeah>. shitty fucking <laughs> he's Vegas at casino. Sleazy dude's casino. That's right. Yeah. But whatever sleazy Jack Nicholson's character's name mm-hmm. was, I don't remember. No, he now. goes to work for Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's where he's going. Because he work. gets Jack Nicholson like picks him up and mm-hmm. asks him to do some like dirty work for him and he he doesn't want to do it because, you know, he's changed his life but jim brown in this movie kills more aliens than any other person by punching them directly in the <laughs> yeah, face yeah <laughs> breaking their glass dome yeah and we think he dies by getting surrounded by like a hundred martians but then you know he like he succumbs they, they finally beat his ass but we find out later that he never died he kicked the shit out of all of them and 
comes and back to be with his feral, family. Yeah. He's in his feral costume the whole movie, isn't he? Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> I oh, love oh, yeah, and he's married in this movie to Pam Greer. I forget the name of her character. Right? If you guys don't know who Pam Greer is, she's awesome. She's, mm-hmm. in, she's in lots of those black exploitation movies in the from 70s. the 70s. Yep. And she was she's in uh, Jackie Brown. Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. I was going to bring that up. Check out great Jackie Tarantino Brown. Movie. Ken's favorite. Yeah, so she. it's my favorite Tar- Quentin Tarantino movie, but so... Pam Greer, yeah, was in all these low-budget, crazy, shitty 70s movies. And Quentin Tarantino, being, you know, working at a, a movie rental store or whatever it was, loved those movies and kind of got her out of nowhere to come back and star in his big Hollywood picture. And she's amazing in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a great movie. A- exceptional movie. Mm-hmm. She's a badass. Like, I, I love her in that movie. I love her in this movie. And I think yeah. she was a badass in all those movies in the 70s, Oh, yeah, she too. kicked the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And she's, and she's a badass she's, mom in this movie. Yeah. She's beautiful in all those movies and still beautiful in she, this. She doesn't I mean, age. Yeah, yeah, she still looks great. You're just Even like, today. What? Still looks great. So shout out to Pam Greer. We love you. Pam Greer. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out that when we were talking about actors in this movie, I said her name. So <laughs> Yeah, you, you did. did. You I, said was the, I was the first one to mention right. her. Chris. So Chris so, loves her the most. Yeah. Dang it. Just want to point that out. <laughs> Then we have Taffy Dale, played by Natalie Portman, the daughter of the president. And she's like the, the smart kid. That yeah, she's kind of the emo. She's super snarky <laughs> Yeah, she talks shit. She's 90s shit. emo. Yeah, talks shit to everyone. And it's fine. Whatever. I, yeah. I didn't laugh out loud, but I smirked. I was like, ah, that's great. She's 100% that. forgettable. Yeah, but she's she's the every teen in this movie. Yeah, I like yeah. when she's laying in her bed in her room and she just doesn't the servant brings her pizza, pizza and she's like, oh, thanks. And she's just eating pizza yeah. in her bed. Oh, she's, she's watching aliens invade the, yeah. the world. Yeah, like a yeah. hard eye roll to her dad giving like this, this you know, huge speech. Yeah, she right. doesn't give a shit that her dad's the president. Yeah. Yep. Another character that I want to point out is is Danny DeVito's character, who is credited just as Rude Gambler. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's in yes. it, what, 45 yeah. seconds? He's, not a, yeah. he's playing craps when everyone's watching the aliens address the world, and he's mad because no one saw that he, like, you know, <laughs> rolled, yeah. rolled what he wanted to roll. <laughs> and he gets killed when he tries to bribe a Martin, or Mar- Martin, a Martian with his Rolex. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. like, ah, I got a Rolex, and the Martian just fucking incinerates like, him Boba Fett style. He <laughs> says, I'm a lawyer. If you're going to get over this, oh, you're going right. to need a good lawyer. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to conquer Earth, you're going to Oh, yeah, if you're going to conquer Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a... it's. He's now he's funny and it's yeah. just a real quick. He's yeah he's in the movie not even five minutes really is no. he? Yeah, just yeah. a couple minutes. It's like two totally. minutes. Because you only see him twice and it's both both really short. Yeah. And then we have this the general Decker character is played by Rod Steiger, and he's like the stereotypical like we got a nuke him. Yeah, fifties general with the dark. He's like a Doctor Strange love general. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah super over definitely. the top. Got the aviator shades always. Yeah, cool character, and and he gets shrunk down in miniature <laughs> yeah, and then stepped funny. on by a Martian boot. <laughs> it's pretty so funny. Good. I, I I I thought it was weird. Also, in this movie, the movie takes place technically in the present. Yeah, but all the military guys are from the fifties. Mm-hmm. They got the M fourteen rifles. They got the old jeeps, yep. but then they've got Huey helicopters. Like, <laughs> it's, well, even the TVs that people are watching in this movie are—they look like old timey TVs. Yes. not in Michael J. Fox's it, office, except, except that one. Yeah, I, I just again, it, it's like if you're gonna go fifties pulpy or whatever, just that's stay with I, it. That's what I think it suffers from. Like, it doesn't hold. It doesn't hold the feel. Yeah, um, it's jumping in and out of, mm-hmm. of of major time frames and 
it just doesn't work for me. Yep. And it's so bright and funny. Yeah, what, what did we talk about with, with Tremors? Had that 90s stink? Yeah, had the yeah. 90s stink. This has <laughs> this some of that too. 90s stink. Yeah, yeah. It, it has bad CGI. Yeah, that, definitely. So in, like. Industrial Light and Magic ended up getting the getting to do this movie, to getting to do The Martians. And they wanted The Martians to look almost like the stop animation that they were originally going to use. Yeah, they should have. I, I think the movie would be much more endearing if they weren't CGI. Yeah. Because Can you imagine that giant robot that attacks the small town breaks the donut i think oh yeah kills like the people big, in the trailer has bad jack CGI. black's family by shaking them to like death. the robocop yeah robot. it would have been better robot yeah <laughs> that'd be so cool it's you know i can see i guess i watched what tim burton they showed some of the stills and some of the footage that ilm sent him mm-hmm. and th- that's what got him to pick that over stop motion but Again, like you said, that 90s stink, Chris, is in the 90s, the technology was getting to the point where it was almost passable. Yeah. And a lot of people, George Lucas was guilty of it. Uh, st- you know, Jurassic Park did a better job at yeah. using some they of the stuff. They mixed it together yeah, pretty they, well. Yeah, they used much more practical, but it wasn't there yet. Everyone thought it was there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there technology-wise. It wasn't until the early 2000s that it really got good enough to... Yep be passable and still in my opinion practical always looks better yep yeah, for sure yeah. i, I much would have rather seen like little puppets or like you stop animation style mm-hmm. um so that kind of let me down yeah go full corny with this i say like, it would work it better like bad edited like the giant ant movies of the 50s make it look like that shitty like the the green screen lines like on purpose, yeah. make, a, make them visible. Right. And this yeah, movie would have been funnier. Off, go over the it would have been great. Yeah, it would have been much funnier if he if he kept it that old school style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I think Tim Burton, you know, you, you got a seventy million dollar budget. Yeah. You, you hired everyone it. in Hollywood to be in it. You might as well, well this, you know. I guarantee, like thirty million of this went to all the people he paid to be oh, in sure, it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Which I, it, it's funny to me, but it doesn't really add anything. No. I mean, it's yeah. just part of the gag, I think. Yeah. And, and Jack Nicholson's funny, but I could think of 20 other actors I would rather have as the president. I like Jack Nicholson's straight... Go back to like the Naked Gun movies and why they're funny. Because they took Cause, straight actors and made them Les- funny. Yeah, because Leslie Nielsen tri- played everything straight-faced. He right. wasn't goofy intentionally. He was just put in goofy situations. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jack Nicholson brings to this, I think. I think every character kind of does that. just plays like the straight-faced humor in the wackiest of situations with these freaky aliens right around. Yeah. but jack nicholson to me at this point in his career <laughs> has had done too much stuff and was already had already become a caricature of himself yeah and so i actually thought it detracted from it i love jack nicholson of mm-hmm. course but just for me i rather would have had like mel brooks or somebody oh, no, else would have been, been yeah. much or funnier. even leslie nelson yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple two guys that would have been i think much better mm-hmm at least have Jack Nicholson only play one character, not two. What was the? Why did they have him play two? Because they paid him so much money. Yeah, like, probably shit. they're like, we're yeah, gonna get probably. our mileage out of this. Right. I forget <laughs> why, but it was it was supposed to be somebody else. And I, I think Jack Nicholson was first going to play the sleazy guy, and then something fell through, so he played the president. And, well. and they don't even disguise it. <laughs> I know. Like yeah. it's, it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> like we, duh, we know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think he thought maybe that added to the charm. I, again, it detracted from it for me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? You know what got me on this um, are the the female characters, and I, you know, watching it now, it was so cringy because they they were clearly you know directed to play 
as morons. Yeah. Almost all of them. Weak, moron, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was just like, oh, God, this didn't age well. Yeah. And um, but, but did he do that intentionally because in the genre he's spoofing? It was, that's that how was they a, were. That's yeah, how yeah, I, get, yeah I guess I, I think he made it over the top, to, I, I would hope, to make fun of yeah, how I that was a Annette, thing. Annette Bening's character in particular is, oh, yeah. is pulled directly from those movies. Annette yeah. Benning survives, by the way. Yes. She plays the wife of the creep of Jack Nicholson's Art Lang, Art Lane, and she is like this hippie lady that's wealthy, so she buys all these crystals and acts like she's part of the movement, but she's not, and she yeah. ultimately survives. She's worshipping the aliens. And yeah, uh-huh. doing weird shit. I think they've shit. come to save us. I like her performance in the AA yeah. meetings when she like... <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. She goes in a church in the AA yeah. meeting. I forgot she's about that. She's like, I'm that. an alcoholic, but I haven't had a drink in three weeks, and they all start <laughs> clapping. She does that. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I love that part. It's got, this movie's got a lot of good gags and a good yeah. bits. I like when they're... When they're in that press conference, and that an androgynous person stands up and say, <laughs> oh, "Do that's the aliens right. have two sexes like that's, we do?" Yeah. And then they just both stare. They're yeah. like, uh, yeah, I, "I don't know. I don't know that's how true. to answer that." <laughs> yeah. I, that's I a great gag. It's in, funny. A, in a way, with the cast, I, I think it's clear that he was critiquing and making fun of Hollywood, mm-hmm. which you know we need more of that because what a effed up industry and effed up place that is. But. Yeah. I'd like to see more, you know, Ricky Gervais slash Tim I, Burton moments in this movie. That I'd kinda... like to see someone like Taika Waititi do this movie. Oh, yeah. That would be yeah. great. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd right. probably nail it. I agree. I also love that Tom Jones survives. Oh, it's oh yeah. So it ends with a Tom Jones is not only in this part. movie, he's got quite a bit of screen time. Yeah. Screen yeah. time. And I know, Doug, you, you love Tom Jones. I do, do love Tom yep. Jones. Tell me about some Ch- Tom Jones life experience you have. Well, so I don't know if it's so much life experience, but I have seen him in concert in Vegas. I'm so jealous. And we sprung for the one of the tables right in front of the stage. So I had front. He was breathing on you. Yeah, he, he essentially was. He was right there in front of me, like <laughs> no further than I am from Chris right now. I was right there up in Tom Jones's shit. Wow. It's not unusual. And it was a fantastic concert. Put on a hell of a performance. Yeah. I, had, I am not joking you. Women brought flowers and brassiers just to throw onto the <laughs> stage. And they were coming from everywhere. The whole concert bras and <laughs> panties and flowers flying up on the stage at him and it's he's like he's, he's like yeah this great. is what i do every day <laughs> like i'm so used to bras and underwear i don't even think twice yeah. i'm tom I don't, jones i don't get it did but, you uh, did you throw your bra up there too <laughs> trying to remember what i threw i think i just threw myself at him apparently <laughs> your whole underwear. body yeah i, I threw my whole body at tom threw jones. myself on the stage and did the worm and tried to impress <laughs> him he kind of just gent- gently pushed me off with his foot and i went back to my seat and just listened and listened to him sing green grass of home <laughs> so this this movie ends the aliens are defeated uh, because the grandma of the yeah. Jack Black character, what's the other character's name? His brother. Do you oh guys know? yeah, we totally bypassed Richie. him because he doesn't do anything in it's the movie. Richie, but, but she keeps calling yeah. him Thomas. Kind of yeah, Richie. He's, he's kind of a main character. He's kind yeah. of the the what, what would you call it? The thread. He's kind yeah. of the thread That's of the right. film. I guess he is. <laughs> I love his. I love his character because he's just so derpy. And he's so excited when the alien does his little like Martian symbol. He's like, "Whoa! They made the international sign of the donut." <laughs> oh, that's right. He, goes, <laughs> he does. The he circle. works. Yeah, he works at a donut shop, right? In the middle of nowhere. And his like the middle of nowhere, in, in, Kansas. So it's it's Parhump. Is that what's called Parhump, Nevada? Parump. Parump. 
which yeah. is just that's west of Vegas, right? Yeah, on the so, other side yeah. of the mountain. What goes on over there? Donuts. Nothing. For rump. Yeah. Pa-rump, a lot of storage pump, units. Pump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a real place. I guess there was a gag. There's a famous like news guy that broadcast this uh, conspiracy theory show out of that town, and it got picked up. It got syndicated in other programs. Oh, and cool. That's why they, they added that in there as a, mm. as a gag, is what I read. But the Martians are defeated by Slim Whitman's music. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. So Slim Whitman, I want everyone that's listening to this podcast, I want you to, I want you to take a second. I want you to pause this. I want you to go over to YouTube, and I want you to listen to The Indian Love Call by Slim Whitman. <laughs> so when I was a, when I was a young man, my, my grandparents retired to the Tucson, Arizona area, and we decided we we're going to take a drive with my grandpa and his old you know Ford Bronco out through the middle of nowhere. And as we're driving, my grandpa was listening to like this kind of music, <laughs> the Slim Whitman-style music, and me and my dad were so freaked out. <laughs> Eventually, we just turned the radio off. We're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, it's like this weird '60s yodeling country. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh huh. When I'm calling you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so please pause us and listen to this shit for at least ten seconds, and then you can get back on board with why these aliens' heads exploded when they heard this because yeah, it's super it's natural. weird. And he was very famous. He toured with Elvis. Like, very talented guy. It's just. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It creeps me out. It's very UFO sounding music. Yeah, it is. It does sound like the the UFO sounds and the like the theme of yeah, it. He's got like that three octave range. Uh-huh. So he's like with a lot of vibrato. So it does. It sounds like that high pitched, uh, whatever the sound is that the UFOs make in those old. That weird, too. yeah, that weird hovering UFO mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I guess in this and he lived until I think he passed away in two thousand and. I read it 2008 or something like that, or 20, maybe 2013. So he was around when this movie came out. I just wonder what he thought about it, whether he was flattered or he's <laughs> yeah. like, you assholes. Like, I, don't, I don't really know how I would yeah, feel he, about it. He doesn't it. care. He's probably made yeah. grundle of money. Well, the grandma loved thing. his music, and it killed the Martians and saved the world. Yeah, so. he's the hero. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be honored? I love the grandma in this, by the way. Oh, yeah. The whole time she she goes into her room and goes, "This pussy cat is the most beautiful pussy cat in the oh, world." Oh, and she's petting her stuffed cat. Stuffed yeah. cat. Yeah. That's uh, so this, my muffy. This Slim Whitman stuff. It kind of reminds me of the type of music my grandpa used to play with his buddies. I mean, my he he died when I was really really young, but uh, there are several recordings of him and his band from. way before I was born, you know, and they would get together. My grandparents had this huge garage. It was more like a tin shack, but it was quite large. And this was in my hometown of North Carolina. All his buddies would get together and just play music like every Friday night or Saturday night or whatever it was and record themselves. And my grandpa could play almost every instrument except brass and some of his music's actually on Apple Music, so if you could look him up, Stanley Bryant. Stanley Bryant. Yep. Will it but make your head explode? I don't know. If you're a Martian, <laughs> Mine's it might. still here, so. <laughs> did, did he have a three-octave octave range? He kind of did. <laughs> he he kind of did. He sang, and he played okay. guitar. and. I'm, I'm going to check this out. Yeah, Stanley Bryant. Hmm. Stanley Bryant. Check it out. Yeah, so Mars Attacks, the, the tone was all over the place for me. I'm not really amused by 50s movies unless they're from the 50s and they're legit then i'm interested in them but just when people borrow from this genre i don't like it 
I don't think it's that cool. Again, this movie has a lot of stuff that's interesting. I didn't hate watching it or anything. I just, it's not really for me. Um, watching all the famous people get killed is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, seriously, I think you should watch this movie at like three or four times normal speed. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, and it, it, it is funny and enjoy it that way. You just to see all the death stuff is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't recommend watching this movie, honestly. I don't, I'm, I'm a big sci-fi guy and it was never on my radar. I, I didn't really appreciate it. And seeing it now didn't really do a whole lot for me, so I give this a, a hard pass. Doug, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's more fun. I think it's definitely worth the watch. I I like the gags in it. You know, some of it falls flat and doesn't hold up, but I have fun with it. And I would I'd give it a seven out of ten. Good call. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do love all that old pulpy sci-fi and if someone can do an homage to it, like in a good way, then I'm all for it. Let them do it. I don't think this made it. it it's not what it was trying to be. I think the CGI kind of gets in the way and yeah, the editing kind of, and it does have that nineties stink, but rewatching it the other day, I, I did have a lot of fun by myself, Chris <laughs> <laughs> laughing out loud, <laughs> yeah. no, no judgment <laughs> and stone cold sober as well. I think. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this is like, no, <laughs> it's got fun deaths. Yeah. It's, and when, when you guys mentioned we were doing this, I'm like, we're doing a comedy, like, Oh, I guess this is technically a sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. I've never even considered it a sci-fi. It was always This just is a... the second sci-fi comedy we've done. <laughs> That's right. Actually. Oh, yeah. Whose pick was this, by the way? It was mine. Nice. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. God damn. But I I love it. I think it's fun. I give this a a solid go fuck yourself Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nice. And watch and watch Mars Attacks. <laughs> I've I, I've got to say that I this movie is better than Independence oh, Day. For sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Independence sure. Day was such a polished it's turd overwrought yeah. michael bay shooting his fire come all over the place <laughs> so here's an interesting story about independence day i saw it in the movie theater opening night with a good friend of mine and i i, I was at that age and at that time in my life i liked every movie that i saw yeah mm-hmm. me too i loved and i got out of that movie with him <laughs> and i said man that was awesome blah 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 and he looked at me he goes dude that movie was fucking stupid stupid <laughs> he goes and you're stupid if you liked it <laughs> then he named every reason why it was stupid and it changed the way i looked at movies i'm like you know what he's right like why did i come out thinking that's a real friend no <laughs> yeah, it was like he's like he, he sh- <laughs> and it made me just think differently about movies like you know yeah that that was ridiculous mm-hmm. like why did that happen and so i always appreciated that he did that for me and that I saw that movie with him. So. If not for that friend, you might not be here today. No, I'd be watching Michael Bay movies and be yeah. like, Transformers! <laughs> yeah, fire! Far, Ooh, that car's fast. Far less than meets the eye. Yeah, I love when cops live in $80 million mansions and movies. Woo. It's so real like bad boys. Yeah. Sorry. All right, go, sorry, go Josh. Go ahead. Finish. No, good. I, was I totally just ruined it. All right, Chris. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, don't watch Mars Attacks. Go watch Independence Day. It's a beautiful movie. Yes, fucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I first saw Mars Attacks uh, when I was a kid. It was brand new. I was in Vegas, Circus Circus. Um, and, you know, my dad, me, me we, we saw the ads. Me and my uh, sisters were like, begged him to to buy it on pay-per-view is probably like 25 bucks because it probably was yeah because it wasn't out yet yeah still one of the like you know early releases or whatever so um 
And man, we were like 20 minutes into this movie and we just stopped watching it altogether. <laughs> yeah, I just turned it off. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And, wow. you know, I probably I, would have been in the same boat back then. To yeah, it's it would not appeal to young kids. So I was a little bit like, OK, I think I'll get the jokes now. So I start watching it, and like I said, I immediately hated it. Um, <laughs> I love this. That's great. And um, but I did, you know, I did find some of the jokes uh, to be pretty funny. Uh, again, I did, I think it was just ahead of its time mm-hmm. and just didn't fit anywhere. But um, yeah. So if know. it was made today, they might could have pulled it off. Not like to where Tim you would have please, enjoyed it. Not Tim Burton. Yeah. If Tim yeah. Burton yeah. did it not today, if Tim Burton did it, it'd be worse. It would be worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it would awful. be complete garbage. Yeah. It would be pretentious <laughs> and and Helena Bonham Carter would survive in it. Yeah, yes. she would definitely be in it. You, the the thing is, like, <laughs> and this happens Depp. with a lot of directors as they they get older and do more movies. They just they just get stuck in doing something a certain way mm-hmm. that no one likes anymore. Yeah, and I see that a little bit with, and I love. Tim Burton's early movies. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Me and, too. I love and it. And it's because of his style yeah. that that movie's so good. It's wacky and zany. And and, yeah. it, and it somehow works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then as they go in their career, it just gets like that Willy Wonka movie, yeah. then the Alice in Wonderland. It's like, he, it's like he just runs off the rails with it. It's more yes men and paychecks that drive the movie than, than the director, it, seem, it right. seems like. Yeah. Yeah, You can't have 30 movies that all look so similar. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to change it up a little bit, I think. This movie was pretty close to his tipping point. Chris, what's your your rating you give this movie? Um, uh, Let's see. We already have one hard pass. Yeah. Um, uh, I give it zero. (laughs) Zero. Zero out of, yeah, it's a zero. A weak (laughs) fart. Zero out of whatever, 10. Zero out of 50. A fart with no substance. That's right. <laughs> it just tastes bad. It doesn't even smell. So we're, we're exactly divided on Mars Attack. Right. So Chris and I say don't waste your time because it, it's, it, it doesn't accomplish the goal. Doug and Josh say no, it's funny and it's fine and... They're really Martians. So I we'll think. leave it up to you. <laughs> your discretion. <laughs> if you just want to have a good time and turn off your brain, this is a perfect movie for that. Yeah, or you don't have to think about anything. Put yeah. it on your phone. Do the fucking dishes. <laughs> yeah. If you want to waste, if you want to waste an evening, no, go ahead. Hence why we talked about it this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, thanks for listening to the Horrify podcast, and uh, until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.